Have you ever felt it? That excitement, that hum that reaches into the very base of your stomach and makes your whole body feel alive? Well, your life can feel like that. Each week, I'll be sharing ways your personal wellness journey can lead you to a life that literally makes you hum. We'll be diving into all things nutrition, mindset, connection, spirituality and relationships to encourage you to be courageous and brave with your life and most importantly, unashamedly you. Together, let's find your hum. Welcome to episode 26 of Find Your Hum. I am your host, Kirsty. Did you know that our periods are actually meant to be relatively pain-free? I know, crazy, right? Yet period pain or menstrual cramps, however you'd like to call them, whatever you want to call them, is one of the most commonly experienced period symptoms. Now, in the past few weeks, I've actually shared some information on period pain over on my website and social accounts, which has had some amazing feedback and quite a lot of interest which is really not overly surprising considering 70 to 90% of women actually experience period pain. So this week's episode, I thought I would do a roundup of the information and package it all nicely here together for you to listen to. I'm going to dive into actually understanding your period pain because I really believe that when we understand the root causes of whatever is happening in our bodies, it is so much easier to fix. And then what are some of the lifestyle and nutrition treatments that you can pop into your life so you actually don't have to suffer through period pain? These treatments work long-term to address the underlying cause of your period pain. And there are also some gems in there that help you actually address period pain in the moment. Because as with a lot of period issues that we women are told that we need to put up with, they are common, yes, but they are not normal. And we women should not have to put up with period pain, we actually can have a pain-free period. It all comes down to addressing what is causing the pain. If you would like to understand your period better, I've actually developed a unique timing tracker that allows you to understand your unique cycle better because your period is unique to you and it holds so much wisdom. I have a tracker for those that are menstruating or of menstruating years and maybe not actually menstruating because that is definitely a problem, one I've had myself, and also one for those of you that no longer menstruate either due to age or maybe medical reasons. It not only allows you to address hormonal imbalances, it can actually guide everything in your life from your energy to your work, your productivity, what foods nourish you, your creativity, your metabolism, your immune health, like seriously everything. When you understand your unique timing, it honestly will be your superpower. Let me start by saying it again. Whilst period pain is common, it is not something that you should have to endure. I'm going to start this episode by differentiating between two different types of period pain. Period pain is medically known as dysmenorrhea, so you might actually see it written sometimes as dysmenorrhea. Now, I could call it that, but I'm just going to stick with the good old period pain. Now, a lot of what I've read actually categorizes the first type of period pain as normal. But that just doesn't seem to fit after what I've just said about period pain not being normal. And I also don't think it helps us realize that we actually can have pain-free periods. So let's call this first type of period pain, common period pain. Now, common period pain is usually felt as cramping in the lower pelvis and sometimes in the lower back. 
This usually occurs in the couple of days leading into your period and maybe for the first couple of days of your period. For many, it's tolerable and doesn't really cause any disruption to your day or to your life and sometimes can be easily addressed with things like ibuprofen or over-the-counter anti-inflammatories or maybe even some painkillers. Common period pain is caused through the presence of prostaglandins in the menstrual fluid. Now, these prostaglandins are our body's way of dealing with injury and illness. They are released when the uterine wall begins to break down just before we have our period. So it makes total sense that these guys should be hanging around ready to repair the damage to the uterus wall. The problem comes when there are too many prostaglandins. These prostaglandins cause the uterine wall to contract, which reduces the blood flow, resulting in the uterus to become deoxygenated, which is then responsible for the painful cramps. The second type of period pain is often what's referred to as secondary dysmenorrhea, or in this case, I'm going to call it severe period pain. This pain goes beyond the cramps and feels more like a burning, stabbing, throbbing pain. The pain is not just isolated to the lower pelvis and the back, it often radiates down the legs and also up your back. Severe period pain can also be felt outside of the period and it doesn't really respond well to ibuprofen or those over-the-counter anti-inflammatories and it really does often impact the ability to perform day-to-day -day activities like school and work. Those with severe period pain will also experience sweats and vomiting when the pain becomes too great. Now this type of period pain, severe period pain, is a very good indicator of some conditions like endometriosis or adenomyosis. So please don't let anyone tell you it is just period pain and there is nothing they can do about it because these conditions can be treated. As an endo warrior myself, I know this to be true. It has also been true for many of my clients. If you fall into this category, please head back into the podcast feed. I've just wrapped up a month of episodes on endo, which I'm sure you will find so interesting, but I know they will also give you hope that you don't need to suffer. In the case of endometriosis, the severe pain is driven through a loop of chronic inflammation driven by a faulty immune system. With adenomyosis, this is where bits of your uterine lining have actually grown into the muscles of the uterus. So these conditions actually have to be dealt with differently to a normal period pain. But definitely some of the stuff that I'm about to tell you will absolutely help with any kind of period pain that you are experiencing. So how do we address common period pain? As I mentioned earlier, the common treatment for period pain is ibuprofen. This works to block those prostaglandins, thus relieving the pain. The occasional use of this is not something to be concerned about. However, if you are having to pop ibuprofen on the regular for your pain, then this needs to be addressed. Firstly, because it could be the sign of something more than just period pain. Secondly, ibuprofen is quite detrimental to your digestive health, which will circle back to impact your period in the long run. The other common medical treatment for period pain is hormonal contraceptives. These are used to balance out the hormone production in the body. And I am not personally a fan of hormonal contraceptives. They don't address the underlying cause. They don't address those prostaglandins. So if you are having period pain and you're taking hormonal contraceptions, you will often find that the problem might go away for a little while, but it will come back because you haven't addressed what is driving those prostaglandins to start with. Which definitely brings me back to treating the underlying cause. Many people could say this is the natural way, but honestly, I just think it's the most common sense way. In any condition, why would you not go to the source of the problem? 
Now, one reason those prostaglandins can be higher is due to a higher level of estrogen relative to progesterone as you lead into your period. This balance can be thrown off in a number of different ways. You might have estrogen in excess, maybe your progesterone is being underproduced, or it could be a combination of both. Understanding which of these is driving your period pain is important so the correct treatment can be put in place. This is where something like my unique timing tracker can be so beneficial. Seeing what other symptoms you are experiencing can give us huge clues as to what is happening in your body. The best news is that by following some simple diet and lifestyle changes, you can notice a real difference in any common period pain you are experiencing. More often than not, my clients find relief within their first cycle with a total pain-free cycle within three months. So let's dive into some of that nutrition advice that I give my clients when they come to see me for period pain. Now, often those that I see do have hormonal conditions like endometriosis, histamine intolerance, or fibroids, which means that their period pain is severe. So if you are listening to this and you fall into this category, know that those severe period cramps are not something you have to put up with. And for those of you that don't have these conditions or experience sort of that common to moderate period pain, you too can have a pain-free period by implementing the following. So first up, we need to look at an anti-inflammatory diet. As you now know, when we experience period pain, it is caused through inflammation. We are not going to stop prostaglandins from appearing in our menstrual blood, neither do we want to, as they absolutely play a role in the menstrual cycle. However, we do want to ensure we are not creating a virus in our bodies where those prostaglandins cause us pain. One very simple way to do this is through an anti-inflammatory diet. This includes lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. These contain all of our vitamins and minerals that allow our body to work at its best. Good healthy fats like the ones that you find in avocados, extra virgin olive oil, nuts and seeds. This food category actually actively promotes anti-inflammatory mediators in the body. So when people say donate fat for hormones, for your period, they are absolutely essential for keeping that inflammation down. A variety of sustainable locally raised grain-free proteins and fish to help build your immune system, your blood, and again, oily fish is great here because it's anti-inflammatory. A nice mix of grains, legumes, pulses, and also looking at things like filtered water and herbal teas just to help keep the body flushing out nicely. It also includes reducing or eliminating foods that cause inflammation. Sugar not only causes inflammation, it can actually block the production of our body's natural anti-inflammatories. Our bodies also use the vitamins A, C and E when digesting sugar, which are nutrients that our immune system needs to help dampen down inflammation. Soy has been linked to disruptions of our endocrine system. So if your period pain is caused as a result of an imbalance of hormones, you may find eliminating soy helpful. Caffeine and alcohol are both stimulants and inflammatory, so it can increase pain. They can also impair our body's ability to detoxify estrogen, which may worsen the underlying cause of your period pain. Gluten is inflammatory throughout our entire digestive system. As our immune system is closely linked to what is happening in our gut, people do find relief when they remove gluten from their diets, so it might be something you want to try. 
The next one is nuts. Now, I know I mentioned this up in the anti-inflammatory diet. However, I wanted to highlight a couple of standouts. Now, these shouldn't be the only nuts you eat. We do absolutely need a variety of all our different nuts. But ensuring that you get these nuts in most days will definitely help. Adding in Brazil nuts are great. They contain high amounts of selenium. Now, you only need like three a day to hit your requirement. Selenium also helps the liver. It is a powerful antioxidant and is needed for our hormone health. Walnuts are a great source of omega-3, which are anti-inflammatory healthy fats. And almonds are high in vitamin E, which have been shown to reduce menstrual cramps. So look at putting some Brazil nuts, some walnuts, and some almonds into your diet on most days. Now ginger, I think this is actually my favorite one. I know you probably shouldn't pick favorites as you like children, but ginger is absolutely my favorite. You can literally use this in place of taking an anti-inflammatory. And like I said before, when we take anti-inflammatories too long, they do cause some havoc to our digestive system. Now, if you consume 500 milligrams of ginger root powder three times a day in the two days leading into your period and for the first three days of your period, it significantly reduces the intensity and duration of your pain felt. They have literally done studies on this. I think it is amazing. Now, if my endo clients can get relief with those huge painful periods that they experience, if you have common period pain, honestly, you will find this so amazing. You can mix the powder into drinks, you can put it in your food, or you can take it in capsule form. Just make sure if you're taking it in a capsule, there is nothing else added to it. You want pure ginger root powder. Magnesium is another great one. I think this is actually one mineral that the whole of the Western world benefit from supplementing, but it's extremely important in helping the cramps that cause our period pain. Magnesium is a muscle relaxant, so it only helps our muscles ease when we begin to cramp, causing our period pain. It also helps us sleep, which is one of my lifestyle treatments to help period pain, so we'll get to that. And in the two weeks leading into your period, I really suggest upping magnesium-rich foods. These include cacao. Yep, you can absolutely have chocolate, knowing that you're doing your body some good. I always recommend a high cacao content of like 80% or above. Otherwise, you're just increasing that sugar again. Lots of green leafy veggies. Figs are a great source of magnesium. Avocado, nuts, particularly Brazil nuts and almonds. So popping those in again. And seeds like hemp and pumpkin seeds. Fresh tuna is really nice. And also some quinoa are some great places to start for adding in some extra magnesium. I would also recommend supplementing. Now this is something I personally do. Now not all magnesium is created equal and there are numerous forms. If you are looking for magnesium to help with your period cramps, I would suggest magnesium glycinate or glycine as it is known for its calming effects. While supplementing with magnesium is relatively harmless, you may get a dose of diarrhea if you overdo it. So I would recommend seeing a practitioner to work out a dose that is right for you and your symptoms. I know personally, I will often combine magnesium types for my clients as there is usually more than one symptom that we are addressing. Now, turmeric. Now, whilst this hasn't been studied directly in relation to period pain, we do know that curcumin, which is the active part of turmeric, is a major anti-inflammatory agent. It works to downregulate inflammatory mediators such as interleukin-6 and interleukin-8, 
which increase prostaglandin release. This is something I add regularly to my foods and encourage my clients to do it. Again, particularly in those two weeks leading into your period. Curcumin isn't super readily absorbed by the body, so ensuring that when you do have your turmeric, you are adding in a source of healthy fats and some pepper, and then your body will be able to absorb all the goodness from that turmeric. There is so much we can do to help reduce the severity of period pain, both in the lead up to our periods, but also in the moment of having the period pain. So now that we are done with the nutritional treatments, let's dive into some of those lifestyle treatments for period pain. Okay, first up, we are doing exercise. This has been shown to increase endorphins in your bloodstream, which help with pain relief. Now, you don't need to go crazy with your exercise. Literally performing a mix of low-intensity exercise, such as yoga, with some high-intensity exercise like aerobics, for 45 to 60 minutes, three times a week, was shown to reduce the intensity of period pain. You can dive deeper into this by exercising for each stage of your menstrual cycle. And again, that is something that you can absolutely do when you start tracking your period through my unique timing tracker. So honestly, go and grab that and start tracking your cycle. It is just amazing. Now, I know I mentioned yoga above, but I want to single this out because there are actually particular yoga poses that can help you have an easier period and that have been shown to reduce pain by 50 to 90%. So these poses can actually be done in the moment where possible, obviously if you're at work, sometimes it's hard, as an alternative to taking those anti-inflammatories. So those poses are things like the cobbler's pose, a seated straddle with some bolster or some pillows, Seated forward bend, again with bolsters and pillows to make it really relaxing. The goddess pose. Legs up the wall is also a really good one. And lying on your back with your knees pulled into your chest. I have no idea what that one's called, but it's like when you actually tuck yourself up into a little ball. It's so lovely. We also have meditation. There is some strong research that shows that meditation increases the production of the brain's pain-reducing opioids. Now, this can have more of an effect than actually taking orally consumed opioids, such as codeine, which I think is just amazing. It's like mind-blowing that the body is so powerful. As you continue with your meditation practice, the brain begins to use different neural pathways that make the brain less sensitive to the pain that you're experiencing. Now, whilst the science evidence is still expanding, the results here are so promising. Now, I know this is something that people mostly roll their eyes at, like, oh, meditation again. And I know it's definitely something that I have struggled with and sometimes still struggle with to keep up a regular practice. But honestly, it's just about finding what is right for you and the time. Like you don't have to sit like some Buddha somewhere for hours at a time. Just pick something that works for you. It might be mindfulness. It might be visualization. Breathwork can be a really nice way to do it. A quick body scan. There are some amazing apps out there to help as well. Like my favorite is Insight Time, but they have so many different ones on there and all different lengths. So go and check that out. I will pop the link in the show note for that one. Another great one is a massage. And I mean, like it's if you could possibly need an excuse for a massage, but if you do, then this is perfect. Massage not only releases tension from the body, it can also be healing because it encourages flows of nutrients to the areas that need healing. 
Now, there are many types of massage, so definitely find a, a good practitioner and one that understands your needs. I did speak about magnesium in the nutritional treatments, but we can also pop them here into the lifestyle ones, and that is by using a magnesium bath. Being submerged in the water soothes both the body and mind. And when you add in the magnesium as like Epsom salts and maybe some pink Himalayan salt, when your body is submerged, it actually provides pain relief. Magnesium is known to reduce inflammation and cramping in the muscles. So when we're able to absorb it through our skin, it is absolutely beautiful for period pain and period cramps. I do highly recommend making sure that you have your bath cleaned in the week leading into your period because there's nothing worse than having to clean your bath before you hop in it to have a nice relaxing soak. Now acupuncture is amazing for hormonal health and I absolutely can attest to this. I think acupuncture absolutely helped me with my hormonal problems but particularly around the time of your period. Acupuncture can treat acute and chronic pain. In China they literally use this in hospitals. Studies show that after acupuncture, your body produces more natural painkillers and your body shows a better response to pain medication if you do need to take it. From research, we know it may reduce inflammation and it may also modulate immunity and regulate our hormones. So treat yourself to a session of acupuncture as you lead into your periods. It is absolutely beautiful. We also know heat is a great one. So putting a hot water bottle over your lower abdomen, some pain patches with natural ingredients, or even these really cool new infrared patches now that they have, can actually have a moderate reduction in menstrual pain. Heat causes an increase of blood flow to that area, which actually counteracts that constriction of the uterus wall. This one is really good for rapid short-term pain reduction. And this one is probably easier said than done, especially if you have severe period pain. But ensuring that you are experiencing really lovely, deep, restful sleep is very important to making sure that we are downgrading those prostaglandins. This is because our body does all of its healing whilst we are in that deep, restful sleep. So the best way to get some lovely sleep is to establish a calming bedtime routine for yourself. And again, make this your own. One thing I absolutely suggest is looking at having your screens off an hour before bed, turning off the bright lights and putting on some nice, warm, soft lighting. Spend that important time before bed really signaling to the body that it's time to start resting. Have a bath or a shower, read a book, listen to a podcast. This is a great one. You can be doing this whilst you are waiting to go to bed. Listen to some music or maybe even do some stretching. The hours before midnight count more than the hours after in the sleep that we get. We are generally programmed to be snuggling down for sleep around 10pm. So see if this is possible for you over the next couple of weeks. And if you have trouble sleeping, honestly, try that Insight Time app. You can actually connect with me on there because I've gathered up my favorite sleep meditations to help you drift off. They are absolutely beautiful and they also work if you do find yourself wide awake in the middle of the night. Another great one is some Reiki. Now Reiki works to clear stagnant blocked negative energy that is built up in the body. 
It allows the body to deeply relax, enabling the body to begin its self-healing. I love this so much. I actually went and trained in Reiki and I just think it's absolutely beautiful and I love giving it to my clients. I think it really, again, helps them with whatever condition that they have, but it's particularly good just as you're leading into period, again, to downgrade that stress, allow the body to go into some really deep self-healing. It also works to clear any negative, depressive and anxious thoughts. So yeah, again, look at there's so many beautiful things here that you can treat yourself to in the lead up to your period so i just think these are absolutely beautiful and something us women should absolutely be doing way more often i find these self-care interventions really do empower us to become our own condition manager it really gives us a sense of agency not only over our menstrual pain but also our cycles Like I said earlier, when I'm working with the hormones, I like to give the body up to three months for changes to be really seen. However, with these nutritional and lifestyle treatments, my clients have seen a reduction in pain from the very next period. Remember, whilst period pain is common, it is not normal and you can have a pain-free period. Please don't let period pain be normalized. You can experience the beauty that is your period without the pain that accompanies it. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not to treat or diagnose any condition that you may have. Please make sure you speak to a qualified practitioner for information on your individual circumstances. Cheers for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Hum. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and tell your mates about it.